Georgia Virtue presents the Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong podcast. Thank you for downloading episode 291. This week, we have no speaker yet again. Don't get sick in Georgia. Trump's dominoes are falling. Semi-automatic rifles in California. Prison for memes. The X don't go anywhere. Hunting in the second. Vandersloot. And it's January 6th all over again. I'm Dave Roberts. With me is my part in this endeavor. The man, the myth, the legend, the former state rep down from down in the Griffin area, yeah. Kenny P. Ken Pullen. All kind of news this week, Dave. Yeah, it was a uh, <clears throat> interesting week. It was yeah, interesting. It, is. it all came at us fast, too. Hey? I saw Facebook where you were announcing your run for speaker. So congrats I, on that. I, I have I have formally and officially announced my run for speaker of the have U.S. You started House. Ra- you started raising money yet? Yeah, started raising money. Look, I mean, I, I could do as, as as well as any of the other jackasses. Yeah, I mean, anybody can do it at this point. It doesn't have to be an elected official. And I don't, I don't know that that uh, I can afford it because the, the speaker just makes the same thing the reps do, don't they? I think he gets a little bit of a bonus. Well, yeah, on, on, in stock tips for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of perks to being speaker. I'm I'm sure that uh, just like it was for uh, Speaker Ralston and John Burns, Speaker Burns, there's there's some perks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, good I, perks. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to live away from live away from my wife that long. You know, we were down in Florida last week for October break, and when we passed the Georgia Florida line coming up seventy five. I told my wife, I only lived an hour from the Capitol, and it's like uh, Joseph and Martin, too. What are they, 45 minutes from the Capitol? So it's not too hard. It's not too hard for the reps around Atlanta to drive in, and if you need to go home, you go home. But I can't imagine living three hours from the Capitol and serving 40 days in a state house. I mean, you're basically gone for three months of the year. I was about to say, somehow they make that 40 days into 90. Yeah, they met at 40 to 90, so you're coming up on Monday morning flying or going home on Thursday night. Yes, yeah, uh, those guys that are out in the country, they it's a whole different ballgame for them. I think at one point, Micah, Joseph, and Martin had a... Uh, yeah, a, they had an apartment together. An apartment down there, yeah. Yep. It's a party pad. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love all three of them. They're, they're, they're good guys. They're friends of mine. I can't imagine them throwing wild parties. <laughs> I can't get over Martin too. Now he's lost. Uh, he looks great. I mean, I'm. Uh, oh, he's, like, he's half the man he used to be. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not hitting on him or anything. But he is. Uh, he was a little pudgy, like other people, when he came in, and now he's uh, fit and trim. Well, that's tough because of all the free food. Yeah, all the snacks and donuts and yeah, yeah. Every, everything in the wings. Speaking yeah. of, I, I was at I was at Publix earlier. And the guy behind me, I looked at his cart and I said, man, frozen pizza, donuts, and cake? It looks like you're going to have a good time. He goes, it's actually for a funeral. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, stuck it I, right I, in your yeah, I, foot, I, right I, I said, I said, man, I'm so sorry. I have a knack for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. He goes, oh, that's all right, man. I do the same thing. I just asked a woman if she was expecting. She was not. <laughs> so after you win, after you win, or after you win Speaker of the House, what do you know about these interest rates? It our thirty-year home interest rate reached eight percent this week, and I don't know if you saw the stat, but it's now a thousand dollars more a month to finance four hundred thousand dollars house than it was two years ago. So, and you can't find a four hundred thousand dollars house. No, you can't. But I mean, if you did find one at eight percent, it's a thousand dollars more a month than it was a year ago. So twelve thousand dollars a year, if I did my math right there. Uh, <laughs> one times twelve. Good job, Kenny. Uh, yeah, these interest <laughs> rates. I mean, hopefully we're reaching the top, but eight percent. Wow, it is. Uh, that's crazy. I don't think it's ever been. I mean, I know it hasn't been eight percent since what the 20, 80s. 25 years. Yeah, since the eighties. So. And, and, and of course, my mother put put things in perspective. Uh, you know, when they bought the when they bought their house back in the seventies and eighties, the the floor was like sixteen, seventeen percent. Yep. But the houses were also fifty thousand. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Oh, it's- and also, hey, before we get to the headlines, I don't know if you saw this too. Uh, I'm just throwing stats at you. That the lady from uh, Maryland that 
uh, is the California senator now, says she's not going to run for re-election, or not re-election, but she's just going to serve out the 16 months of Dianne Feinstein's uh, term and not run again. So that was, uh, you don't see that very often. Yeah, Lollapalooza or whatever her name is. Yeah, you just don't, LaFonza Butler, you don't see that very often. The 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 first openly gay black woman in yeah, the Senate. Yeah, I've actually got a lot of respect for her. And I mean, you know, to say, to come in there and she could be senator for the next 24, 30 years if she wanted to. And she chose to just do 16 months and, and bow out. I mean, look, kudos to her for doing that. Yeah, well, she would be, she would be an incumbent. Yeah, I mean, she, she would win but, but too. That's, I mean, that's what I wanted yeah. uh, uh, Kemp to do with with Isaacson's seat. Yes, he should appoint somebody that as, would just as, serve as out a placeholder. Yeah, just yeah, hundred percent agree. Uh, so look, I appreciate what Alfonso Butler's done. I don't know if Gavin Newsom knew she was going to do that before he picked her. I assume he didn't know that, or he wouldn't have made such a big deal about oh, her being oh, the first governor greasy who yeah. is now inflicting himself on israel israel yeah what we're talking about is he's uh, the california governor's flying to israel so somebody said if things couldn't get any worse in israel you've got a california governor coming in hot now uh, now you have to you have to worry about the israelis because if if he gets near a flame his his hair could go up yeah and as of today with recording they are getting ready to it sounds like go in with their ground campaign. They've got about 300,000 uh, people on the ground ready to go in. So I w- I'm assuming by the time this drops on Monday, there would have been quite a bit of action over the weekend. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't end up in, uh, we don't end up in our own war by, by Monday. Well, it feels like there's a lot of other things starting to happen. Iran's getting upset. Syria's starting to throw some uh, missiles over. Our, I don't know if you saw, but the destroyer or the carrier fleet out in the, were they in the Dead Sea, I guess? They shot down a couple missiles this week. There's a lot of stuff going on over there at the moment. Look, you could only you could, every once in a while, if you if you if you pick a fight with the wrong guy at the bar, bad things will happen. They keep yep. taking pot shots. The first service member that dies, it'll be on. Yep. Because right now I know we got missiles coming in Iraq and and uh, in Syria and in in the uh, uh, Mediterranean and all that stuff, but the uh, the 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 first the first service member that 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 actually dies from it, it'll be on. And trust me, I am not I am not wishing for that. Yep. So we do have latest on the Speaker of the House. Well, we don't have one. Jim Jordan has failed for the third time as of recording. Yes, and it's the news is changing almost hourly now. So Jim Jordan, like you said, fell for a third time. He's and after that happened, the, the Republicans had a secret ballot vote to whether or not he should run again. He lost that secret ballot, so he said he's out. Uh, at this point, there's about ten people that have committed to run for speaker now. Oh, good uh, Lord. Yes, but McCarthy, Speaker uh, Representative Kevin McCarthy, the old Speaker, is backing Representative Representative Tom Emmer for House Speaker now. So, uh, I and he said Austin Scott, you know, the Georgia Congressman from down around Macon, Austin Scott, is throwing his hat in the ring again. He ran before. Uh, the black congressman from down in Florida is running. I forget what his name is. I'll look it up in just a minute. But there's about 10 people that have thrown their hat in the ring. But he's representing, I said, McCarthy died. 11. 11. You forget me. 11. Yeah, 11. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so uh, so he's with Ember now. And I don't even know where Ember's from. Uh, I, I really like the speech that, that McCarthy gave uh, endorsing, endorsing uh, Jim Jordan. Yeah, Byron Donalds is who I was I, thinking about too. So Byron, I, uh, Byron Donalds from Florida is the black congressman that's running. Also, yeah the 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 speech that McCarthy gave on Friday, I thought was very classy, mm-hmm. very classy. I uh, it, he he uh, uh, he admitted that he and he and uh, and Jordan have had their differences, but but talked about what a, what a good leader he is and how how good he'd be at the job. And I, th- I thought honestly, I thought that was classy. I thought it was a very classy thing to do. Yeah, I do too. But then he said, I don't know if you saw what McCarthy said today, and this is a quote. We'll have to go back to the drawing board. What history? We'll look at the crazy eights led by Gate, um, you know Matt Gates. The amount of damage they've done to the party, this country is insurmountable. 
I've never seen this amount of damage done with just a few people for their own personalities. What damage has this done to the country by not having a speaker? It hasn't done anything to the country. It hasn't. Now now it has damaged the party. Yeah, yeah, potentially. We'll see next November. But, I mean, uh, McCarthy has done more damage to the country uh, over the last year as being speaker than these eight people did. I mean, you said we're $33 trillion in debt, right? We can't pass a budget. Uh, we're sending money all over the world. The the damage by the being done to the country is by those fools that are in office right now, not by these eight people that voted uh, Kevin McCarthy out. So what a he could have been mule of the week for making such a dumbass statement. Well, it's 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 narcissistic. Yeah, it's very narcissistic. And then uh, so speaking of those eight that voted against McCarthy, those eight actually came out today and signed a, a letter. Uh, that said they are prepared to accept censor, suspension, or removal from the conference if the current GOP holdouts help us to elect Jim Jordan. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen, but I thought that was funny that they authored a letter to just say, hey, we'll take anything. You can do anything to us as long as Jim Jordan is elected, but obviously that's not going to happen at this point. So they've, I mean, hell, they look like bigger fools now. Yeah, it, it, yeah, Jordan's done. <clears throat> and I have to apologize yep. again to the listeners. My voice is not 100%. I feel a thousand times better than I sound. <laughs> yeah, I feel fine. Yeah, and the, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. If you do that, I'll just like start rambling on about random stuff, Dave, if you need to cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, Jordan's done. I, I would have, I, I would have minded a speaker, Jordan. I, th- I think he, I think he would have been, I think you would have done an absolute amazing job. I think it would, yeah, I think it would have done a, a good job. But at this point, I don't care yeah i know just find, get find a homeless there. guy and give him a job it doesn't I think matter i think it's gonna be tough finding anybody at this point and i don't know if you saw closer to home so representative drew ferguson he represents that represents the third district in georgia which is one of the most conservative districts in the nation uh, he actually voted for jim jordan the first time voted against him the, the second time and i'm sure he voted against him today but he said he's been rece- been receiving uh, death threats, and he had to have a. He lives in the Pike County, the county I live in. He said he had to have a sheriff's deputy outside his house, and people are threatening his life. Uh, oh, shut up! I know, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, for Drew Ferguson not to vote for Jim Jordan was a shame, and quit whining at this point. I I think I'm not sure we're hearing the full truth there, but yeah, we'll see. you pull, pull yourself off the cross, there, martyr. Yep. You asked for and, that job. Yeah, and he was the only Republican in Georgia that voted against Jim Jordan. So, yeah, Drew Ferguson's is, is uh, I hate to use the term rhino. I hate that term, but he's just a big government Republican. And he does not like the Freedom Caucus up in D.C. or, or these more conservative, small government types. And that's why he voted against Jordan. Run against him. Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> I thought I heard thought I heard something. No, no, I've had enough. No, I mean the problem with running against incumbent for a congressional seat is you literally Money. have to raise one to one and a half million dollars, and it's almost impossible to raise that kind of money. Well, I'm in for uh, one. I'm in for one or one and a half dollars. Yeah, yeah, but one and a half million. Even if you could raise three or four hundred thousand, it, it would still be tough to win. Well, right, because they have party money. But you could run. I mean, I, I think you could run against Drew Ferguson in May as the primary just on his vote against Jim Jordan. I think what? people in the district are that mad at him for voting. So if there is, I know there's a challenger. There's a guy over, I think, around the Noonan area that's running against him. He needs to run his entire campaign on that point that he voted against Jim Jordan for speaker. Well, I mean, and, that would be on that, every and, mailer, you know, the website, and, and everything. He, he flip-flopped, too. Yeah, flip flop for yep. and against. I mean, look, if you have a principle, if if for whatever reason you don't like, you, you don't like uh, uh, Jordan, then that's your principle. If yep. you support Jordan, that's your principle. But obviously, Turd Ferguson over there doesn't have doesn't have the principle. Yep, and and you know, also it came out this week. Now I can't stand this person, but Debbie Dooley came out, uh. Uh, and I hate to even mention her name on the on the podcast. But so back in twenty twenty two. Drew Ferguson already moved to Pike County and he was living in Pike County and he actually voted in LaGrange. So there was a, a bunch of investigative reports on him voting illegally back in a 2022 election. 
I'm sure Secretary of State's not going to do anything about that, but it appears that my congressman voted illegally back in 2022, Super. which matters. That makes a difference. I mean, he, he voted for a state representative in the LaGrange area versus a state representative in his district. That that kind of stuff matters. I mean, he could have voted for a SPLOST or T-SPLOST or E-SPLOST. So it matters when you vote illegally in somebody else's district. Speaking of, we have an E-SPLOST on, on the ballot in November. 80% probably. No one is going to vote. Yeah, nobody's voting. That was going to be my closing thought. I'll go ahead and say it. It's, no one's thinking about voting in November, so all these SPLOSTs are going to get by just because their fans, are, you know, the people that support will be out voting. But there's a ton of elections in November. People better get... People better start paying attention, or they're going to. Well, munis- they're they're going to lose some races. City uh, city municipalities are are in odd years. So yeah. you know, if you but if nobody's you listen, thinking if, of voting right now. Who's thinking about a vote coming up in two weeks? Two and right, a half weeks? everybody's thinking about about twenty four. They're not they're not yep. thinking about twenty three. Exactly. All right, Kenny. Whatever you do, don't get sick. <laughs> I don't believe this. I saw the study. Uh, Look, this study came out and said, what, Georgia was the worst state in the nation in regards to health care? Is that, is that the study? Yeah, th- but this was, uh, uh, I think it was CNN. Yeah, it said, it said Georgia ranks third worst in health care costs and has the third highest rate of residents who lack health care insurance coverage. The first thing I thought here is Democrats want Georgia to expand Medicaid. They've been, want, they've been wanting Georgia to do that, or you know, governor has to do that. They've been on this for three, four, five, six years, right? Put more people on Medicaid, expand Medicaid in Georgia. This study to me is just a study that even gives more credence to the Democrats claiming that. Um, that's why I kind of looked at this it, and said, is this really right or not? First of all, if, if you want to increase the availability of health care in Georgia, get away, do away with certificate of need. Yes, 100% agree. Uh, you know, uh, Jessica Szilagyi, is is down down near Statesboro, and she, you know she has to the the closest place to have like have a trauma center is Savannah, and that's yep. that's an hour you know away without traffic. Yeah, you got to get rid of the con laws, and they you know that that's been they've been trying to do that every year since I can remember at a state level. The problem but, is the hospital lobbyist group is exactly the biggest, right. Yeah, they're the biggest lobbyist group in the state of Georgia, and every time. Something comes out about getting rid of, you know, certi- certificate of need, or we refer to that as con legislation. Uh, they just come out hard against it. And even in my little district down here in Pike County, we've got up some regional. Anytime those laws get introduced to, to deal away with it, the local hospital just comes out hard uh, and it, has it, everybody calling you and wanting you to vote no on it and all that kind of stuff. So, well, it's the same thing out here. Our, our number one employer in in Paulding County is Wellstar. Yep. Now you can't you can't get a bed. Yep. They're that full at, at Paulding County Hospital, but they also won't let anybody else build a hospital. No, you can't. You can't build anything. So, so you, you go to you go to the emergency room. You're there for eight hours, and you know I, I had to take Connie to the doctor the other day. She was running a super super high fever, which was a secondary infection from from COVID. It was a hundred three point eight, and they're like, well, I think you should go to the hospital. The, is what the doctor said. I'm like, for what? I'm going to spend eight hours in the hospital, probably, probably get sicker? No. Right. All for a chest x-ray? No. Her, her lungs were clear. I mean, did yep. you hear any fluid? No. Then why would we go to spend eight hours in the hospital to get a, get a chest x-ray? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think this is a very slanted, probably, study. Want Georgia to increase access to Medicaid, which is not going to help with the problem at the end of the day. Of course not. Uh, I mean, I don't because, know that, because that doesn't yeah, how, that doesn't help healthcare. No, it, not at it, all. It, it doesn't, it doesn't increase all. it doesn't increase access at all. Yep. Uh, I think they started with a conclusion and worked their way backwards. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Totally so, agree. All right. Well, the the dominoes are falling for Trump. This this wow, was, this was interesting. Yeah, the Kraken uh, ate dinner this week, didn't it? Yeah, I mean Sidney Powell, who was who was his attorney. Pled mm-hmm. guilty uh, in exchange for, I think, uh, what six years probation. Yeah, six years probation. And yep. she has and to, and she has to agree to testify for Fanny. 
Yeah, she's got to write an apology letter to the citizens of Georgia, pay nearly nine thousand in restitution, and she's got to turn over a bunch of documents. And you know, I don't know if you saw this note today. Uh, Kenneth Chesbro, who was Trump's campaign attorney, he also pled guilty this afternoon to a felony charge in a Georgia, you know, interference case. So now we've got three people that have all pled guilty and have all said they would testify against President Trump in this but case. I, but I tell you, what, what, what is not included in Sidney Powell's is her, is her law license. I know. She's keeping it, right? She, so it appears that it was – the $9,000 is a drop in the bucket for, for, for an attorney at, at that level. Yeah, 9000 is nothing. Uh, right. You know, push comes to shove, I can swing it. Uh, I don't know who's, who's hiring her as uh, a as a lawyer in the future. Maybe she's got. Maybe she'll get hired by somebody. But yeah, I, I would. I'm sure she's got nine thousand saved up somewhere. Yeah, but but the thing is, yeah, if 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 she testifies against a former client, she is done. Yeah, she I is. wouldn't hire. Her. I mean, no, the, 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 the whole idea of hiring an attorney is privilege. I don't know how she. I don't know how she can testify against Donald Trump. Uh, maybe she's, maybe she's testifying against some of the other defendants. If you remember, she was the one that went down and sent data forensic, you know, firm into Coffee County, which there's a lady down in Coffee County that's being charged. Also, I'm sure this is going to make her uh, rethink her plea. But yeah, the the dominoes are starting to drop, like you said, against Donald Trump. I mean, this is a. Uh, I can't imagine him getting out without being found guilty in Atlanta. I don't know what that means at the end of the day, but uh, yeah, well, it's it'll be immediately uh, uh, sent to appeals and probably overturned. But uh, uh, Fanny is going to get a chance to pick her, pick whoever she wants on the jury. Yep. Uh, not besides that, even even Guadir, uh <clears throat> the jury pool in in Fulton County is going to be slanted left. No, totally at this point. Yeah, I mean they're they're already slanted left, but can you imagine at this point? I don't I I don't know how you find twelve impartial jurors. I don't it, either. Everybody has an opinion about Trump. It's yep. you know, uh, uh for or against. Everybody has an opinion about him. I mean, how would you like to to be charged with a felony knowing that the twelve people already don't like you? Yep. I, I I would have to I would have to read the case now now, Fanny Fanny's Fanny's in trouble right now. She may not even make it to trial. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in she's in trouble with the with the backlog of cases and the the new law that's that's going to have a, a review board. She may not even make it to trial. Doesn't yeah, I mean- saw that last week where the so the Georgia Senate is going to start looking into her. It, is, it, it doesn't mean that the charges will be dropped because he's already indicted. It means Fannie, Fannie may get smacked, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like the Georgia Senate may apply that new law they passed last year to look into look into her office or look yeah. into her as a district attorney. Yeah, the, the, the Dick Donovan law. Yeah. But but this is – okay, so I'm, I'm, this is where I'm getting confused because State Senator Colt Moore came out wanting the Senate to do this. They kick him out of the – Republican conference, and now they come right back behind that and say, okay, now we're going to look at her. Well, Colin so, Moore wanted a special session. Yeah, well, I mean, and, hell, why not? Well, because <laughs> you, you're not going to get one. Yeah, we're, I mean, I know you're not going to get one, but yeah, we're in Thanksgiving is, season, then it's Christmas, and then you're in regular session. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the point is they're going to do the same thing that he was basically calling for, except it's not in a special session. They just yeah. got embarrassed because he was calling out state senators on the rug or on the carpet. And the state senators got pissed, and now, but at the end of the day, they're going to do the same thing he wanted to have happen. Well, the end result will be the same. Yes, right. But yeah. but, but Colton Moore didn't handle it like like a politician. No, he didn't. He, no, he, he didn't. He didn't handle it with with uh, within the party with 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 dignity and all that stuff. Colton Moore decided to be a jackass and and start <laughs> calling people out. And yeah, that, he did. And, he started calling, but it's not any different than what's going on in in Washington right now with this Speaker of the House race. I mean, you've had political parties and the grassroots and Debbie Dooley and everybody calling out these people that voted against Jim Jordan. That's some of the reason they voted against him because they said we're tired of the grassroots people, you know, giving us death threats and calling us up and scaring our families and stuff. It's politicians have thin skin. That's the problem. 
They uh, are little bees. Yeah, they are. I mean, and I'm talking to one right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's really the problem is they never want to be. Yeah, they never want to be called on the carpet about anything. Well, yeah, they, they don't want to be held accountable. No, they want to control everything and not be held accountable for anything. So California, uh, I hate this term. Kenny, I hate this term. I do too. Assault weapon ban overturned. I hate that term. (laughs) There's no such thing as an assault weapon. Assault rifle is a select fire, which means it's it's capable of doing firing automatic. Those are very very that to be managed before nine before eighty six for an individual to own it, and they're extremely expensive. Yeah, I don't even know how California. Yeah, how did they define assault weapons? I don't. I I should have looked into that, but yeah, they look scary. But anyway. Yeah, the California, so California had an assault weapon ban, and that was overturned by a federal judge uh, this week, which is yeah. Yeah, on Thursday. And this guy also, the same federal judge, also struck down California's ban on high-capacity magazines last month. So basically, and a judge, look, this is the best argument ever. He said the state argued that the law aims to protect mass shooters from gaining access to assault weapons. He said but the, the federal judge countered, and he said a lot of these banned weapons are commonly used by law-abiding citizens for self-defense. And he, this is a quote, he said, California's answer to the criminal misuse of a few is to disarm its many good residents. That knee-jerk reaction is constitutionally untenable, just as it was 250 years ago, end quote. Don't you love that? I mean, a- amen. <laughs> I know. Amen. Just as it was. I mean, what a great answer when he overturned and, and this. It, and it puts a, just a smackdown. That, that, oh, just smacked that, him down. Yeah, that, 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 this was not ambiguous saying this little tiny piece of the law is, is, is you need to be rewritten. No, this was a smackdown. No, you oh, can't do that. Love it. Totally love it. Yep. God bless this man. God, <laughs> God bless this man. Because <laughs> we're going to get to a story later. The Second Amendment is not about sporting. <laughs> The Second Amendment exists so that the citizens have power over the government. Yep. It, 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 it exists so that if the government becomes too oppressive, we can go and kill them. That, that's why it exists. The, the, right. The, the founders didn't just get done hunting. They got done expelling a, a, and replacing an, an oppressive government. And oddly enough, over taxes. Hint, hint, hint. I know. Because 100% right. Because the, the stamp tax was not even close to what we pay now, percentage-wise. Right. But God God bless this, this, this judge. Yeah, good for him. I love him. All right. Now, speaking of, 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 of judges, you can get seven months in jail for posting memes. Yeah, so we go from a Second Amendment case to a First Amendment case. Yeah, so I don't know if you remember. Look, I saw friends on Facebook. I'll, I'll just tell a little story before we get into this. I had friends on Facebook posting stuff before the 2016 election, I guess, when Donald Trump was running against Hillary. And then even before 2020, where people would put online, uh, Democrats, your date of vote is November 8th, for example, which would be a day after the election. Or they were telling it's, them. It's a joke. It's a joke, right? So this far, so going back to the story is they look, they label everybody far right, but it's just a Twitter troll, right? This Twitter troll posted fake ads telling Hillary Clinton supporters they they could vote in a 2016 election by text messages, and he also told them some stuff like you can vote on days that they couldn't vote. It just being, I mean, it's just memes, right? But he was sentenced for seven months in prison Wednesday for. For basically being convicted of election interference, uh, I've never heard anything like this. But I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing the same thing out there. And this guy got—I guess he's got a big following. But this guy got seven months in prison for protected speech, in my opinion. I said the same thing in 2012. Yeah, I mean, I that said may because be because, for you. because of uh, high turnout, expected high turnouts. Republicans will vote on Tuesday and Democrats vote on Wednesday. Right, it's right. a joke. It is, but okay. It, so even, this even, is even a, my even my Democrat friends thought it was funny. I mean, they, 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 you know, they're like, you know, they, they, they got the humor in it. It's a joke. 
What I don't understand is how they convicted this guy without proving that someone was affected by his memes. So it's it's it's, I mean, it's not just that is is but is this a I, victimless? If, this is a victimless crime. Like who is the victim in this case? Did somebody really try to vote by text message and their vote wasn't counted? I mean, like who is the victim here? If if you are so dumb, if you are that dumb, you shouldn't be voting. I know. In fact, you should wear a helmet if you're that I dumb. Know. This was a Brooklyn, New York federal court judge. Her name is Ann Donnelly. Uh, she countered that he was being sent to prison for conspiring to take away people's right to vote. Of course, so ca- of course, it had to be Brooklyn. Yeah, it had to be New York. I can't imagine this this case doesn't get appealed and makes it makes its way to the Supreme Court. I I just I, I think I, I, we're going to be seeing this in, in, in SCOTUS in a couple of years. I hope we do. I hope this guy is completely exonerated and and sue the the pants off of the Justice Department. I just don't know how I don't know how this will not or will hold up in an appeals court. There's stuff all the time people post online that's not true. And we start. I don't know. This this is this was a terrible sentence. The only the only natural progression of that is starting to put comedians in jail. Yes, right. It, it's a joke. It was hundred percent joke. No one actually. He even this guy didn't think that 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 Democrats would 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 vote via via text. It was a joke. Yep, total joke. Speaking of jokes, well, not really speaking of jokes. We we get uh, we got an update on the on the on the deadly hos- quote unquote hospital blast in Gaza. Yeah, it wasn't even really a hospital blast either. It ended up being so early this week. Lot. A parking lot. So I think it was Wednesday. Uh, Hamas comes out, says Israel just bombed a hospital and there's at least 500 people were dead. And as soon as Hamas came out, the Gaza's health ministry who came out with this. It happened on Tuesday. Uh, so Gaza's health ministry is controlled by Hamas, blamed Israel for this. And as soon as they blamed Israel for this, every news agency immediately ran with the story. Uh, New York Times did, CNN did, MSNBC Congressman Rashida Tlaib on Twitter, and this is still up. She said Israel just bombed a Baptist hospital, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children, patients. Look, she needs nobody, to Tlaib needs to waited. figure out if she wants to be a Palestinian or an American because you yeah, can't be both. So, and nobody waited 15 minutes for the facts to actually get out about the story. So it finally comes out that it was a Hamas rocket that they were shooting at Israel went off course and came down in the parking lot. And you could tell there was a tiny little hole in the pavement. And the way they said, I knew it wasn't a missile from Israel because they said it would have left this 30 foot wide crater, you know, big crater in the ground and would have destroyed everything around. So look, this is a, this is a case again, where the media just runs with something because it's an anti-Israel, anti-Jewish type uh, story and and they all got called on it. But Elon Musk removed Twitter or removed uh, New York Times verification check on Twitter because they posted this story. I love it, right? He removed their goal verified badge because they put this story out, left it up. Now, the craziest part of this is when our president went over to Israel this this week. President Biden told reporters on Wednesday that Palestinian terrorists have got to learn how to shoot straight one day after an explosion outside this hospital. I don't know what the hell kind of comment that was. First of all, I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, mean, I, I think they, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't <laughs> think that, I don't think Biden is sharp enough to be funny. But if I said something like that, like, they bombed themselves. They better learn how to shoot better. I, I know, but he's by but, saying but, they got to learn how to shoot straight. He's basically saying they got to learn how to shoot straight at Israel. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it, but it's. Uh, it, <laughs> I get you, boy. His his problem is he, he he didn't just say that he mumbled through it. Uh, he did. He was he was incoherent. He looked terrible over there. He was looking down, trying to read notes. Incoherent. Yeah, now, I, part I, of that is I do flew. think he, I do think with when he went in uh, was talking to Benjamin Netanyahu that that he looked presidential. But then he got up back on Air Force One and he yeah, he's a cardigan a, on and yeah, yeah. A, a, a doddering old man. 
Somebody take him away from the press. Oh, no. Uh, uh, just, just put the press secretary out there uh, and, and put him in the bedroom of Air Force One. Just, there's nobody guarding this man's dignity. They're not. Hey, you know, that's pitiful they, out there. They, they keep throwing him out there, and we can't be the only ones that are seeing this. No, and it's, he, it's, I mean, again, you know, he gave a speech on TV a couple nights ago where he reached a teleprompter again. So the teleprompter will be, we're going to help Israel. And, you know, there'll be quotes out beside it to say, make your point, you know, where they're trying to get him to really make the point, And he reads to make the point. The guy's clueless. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Look, he was he was never the sharpest tool in the shed, but he was politically acute. Yes, he was. Uh, <clears throat> you know, he was he was he was he was never smart. Joe Biden's never been smart. I mean, he finished the bottom of his class, but he's never been smart. But he's been right. politically acute for the last yeah. fifty years, and <clears throat> it's it's at a certain point, it's 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 getting it it's is getting to the point where I feel sorry for him, that no yep. one is guarding this man's dignity. I know. And he's running again, so. Yeah, apparently so. So Americans aren't safe anywhere. I know. The U.S. Uh, US Department of State issued a rare worldwide caution on Thursday, urging any American who is overseas to exercise increased caution due to increased tensions in various locations around the world. Uh and it's like we just said, I mean, everything feels like it's just heating up worldwide at the moment. But, you know, they're warning about increased potential for terrorist attacks, demonstrations or violent actions against U.S. citizens. But 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 aren't you careful when you're overseas anyway? I mean, I guess I, I mean, I wasn't I mean, in I, Scotland I, this summer, but yeah, well, I, mean, well, I keep my head on swivel. I mean, I, I, I do know, that anywhere, though. I mean, you got, hey, I live close to Griffin. You got to really keep your head on swivel in uh, in downtown Griffin. Yeah, but I, I, even even how I carry my money, I you know I yeah you know, you're I, right. I, I, you know I'm 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 careful when when I'm, when, when I'm overseas. Yep. You know I've beyond you know terrorist acts, which I'm not really that scared of. Uh, yep. Uh, I I know that I have I have I don't have rights when I'm overseas, so I I watch my p's and q's. Yep. So I mean, the State Department didn't say anything. I mean, be careful. Yeah, okay. all they said was be careful. They did tell people, uh, U.S. citizens living in Lebanon, they need to get the heck out as quick as they can. Well, no kidding. <laughs> I probably should have never come. Uh, but there's been a lot of rocket fire uh, starting to come from Hezbollah, which is on the northern part of Israel and Lebanon. Uh, so a lot more stuff starting to happen up there. And they, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but they were uh, – the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, or Beirut this week was also, there was a lot of uh, protesting outside and not just like protesting around the U.S. This is like fires and, and, and yeah, fires yeah. and yeah, yeah, so it's a different level of protest. Yeah. You know, with, I don't know. With, I guess the question is, would this make you not travel internationally at this point? No. So you would travel international? I truly believe that travel expands your horizons. Oh, 100%. And and there there is no risk-free world. If 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 yeah. you want to be risk-free, I, I I would just sit in my house all day long. I there, agree. Now I would I know where I wouldn't go right now is I wouldn't go to places like Paris, I don't think at the moment. I wouldn't go to big cities that have uh high high Muslim population. High Muslim populations. And there are places in Paris. You, you were that trying do. to dance around it. I'll just I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll call a spade a spade. Yeah. But, high Muslim but population. Go, but would I go to Madrid or Barcelona or Rome or First of all, Madrid is fantastic. It's yeah. absolutely so, fantastic. But I, I wouldn't go to London at the moment. Well uh, I wouldn't go to I, Cai- would go to I wouldn't go to Cairo. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, probably <laughs> gonna stay out of Tel Aviv. I'm gonna stay out of Jordan. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to other places. Yeah, Beirut has never been has never been on my list. <laughs> Next summer, I heard it's great during the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you ought to see the girls when they show their ankles. Whoo! <laughs> Have a nice farmer's tan. <laughs> but but no, you know, but but I you know I absolutely want to visit Egypt. I absolutely would love to go to Amman, Jordan. Uh, uh, Israel's been been on my list, but I'm I'm. Guessing that's probably out for the next ten years. Yep. But but you know there the, there are places that 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 I want to go, 
And we only have so many times, so many times that we ride this rock around the sun. No, I know. And and if if you if you sit if you sit and worry about what could happen, what could happen, what could happen, you'll 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 waste your t- you'll waste your life away. Yep, very true. Well said, Dave. So, all right, Jesse, your buddy. Jesse, Jesse. Yes, this is my buddy. Uh, uh, <laughs> and my J- friend too. I consider yeah, Jason a friend. Yeah, Jason Avatari is 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 a, is a friend of mine. Uh, <clears throat> I actually sent this to him uh, 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 the night before we recorded, <laughs> and and he just laughed. But but Jesse's calling him out because he wants to do a sales tax holiday on firearms purchases right before hunting season. Yeah, it's not just firearms purchases. I, it is firearms, so I think he's classifying it as like. Ammo. Sales type, ammo related asset related accessories. I guess a deer stand maybe or corn to feed the deer with. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, Jess, so Jessica Slodgy with the Georgia Virtue. She and I think she's a hundred percent right. She called him the meal of the week, but he's tying this and the problem with what he's doing is he's tying the Second Amendment to hunting. And no Second Amendment proponent wants to tie the Second Amendment to hunting because as soon as you do that, it gives the left an argument that we don't need, quote unquote, assault rifles. And you should only have a shotgun or only it, have a it, rifle Exactly right. We were just talking about a ruling, right. ruling for California. Yep. Was, he didn't say that you, that you need a 30-round mag for, for hunting. Right. Uh, he said that, that the Second Amendment is, is, is about freedom and protecting yourself and holding the government accountable. Yep. So... Look, I will look, most take hunters don't wait, look. Most, yeah, and most hunters don't wait till eleven days before deer season opens to buy a gun or buy a deer stand or buy camouflage. So deer stand uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but you, 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 no, get, you gotta have a deer stand and yeah, maybe a climbing stand or something. But most of the time, hunters are out there during the summer and spring figuring out where they're gonna set up camp and all that kind of good well, that's stuff. That's because you're rich. <laughs> those those of us that. who had those of us who had to hunt WMAs were were climbing stands. You could you, you couldn't put anything permanent up. And what what Senator Amatarte said? He said, "I carved out a small window in this tax revenue. We hope to expand the base of hunters and increase the overall tax revenue that is dedicated to conservatism." So, look, I, th- I thought hey, if you want to have more people out there, do away with hunting licenses. I mean, I don't, I don't know why I need a, a hunting license to go shoot a deer in the woods, which is up to thirty, forty, fifty bucks now. So let's look, let's uh, let's get rid of hunting licenses for kids under thirty years old, or if you're taking. I mean, there's other ways to do this, I think, than just trying to do an eleven day sales now, tax. I I I think that that he's 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 muddling two issues here. Yep. One Second is, Amendment. Second Amendment <laughs> is is not related to hunting. No, and, not and, at all. But the second is we are losing outdoorsmen. Oh, well, and, totally and, agree. Totally agree. We're, we're take a kid hunting. It's something that that Matt Lowe, who was a, a, a former host of the show, uh, is is so good about. Besides his fifty kids, right? Uh, is his is he he would take anybody hunting. You know, even even people he didn't like. If someone expressed an interest in going hunting, he's, "I'll take you. I'll te- yep. I'll teach you." You know, and 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 he is he's so good about 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 taking the sport forward. And you know, he, his passion for hunting is much like my passion for fishing is 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 get people get young people involved in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Totally agree. And <clears throat> so. If if that was the the, the the angle that Jason took, I think that that would be that would that would be better received by Salaji for for, for 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 certain. But any any tax that, that that we roll back, I'm all for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, I, but I'd but, rather roll yeah, back. I, inco- I, I, I'd rather roll back income tax or fees that we have to pay. Versus sales tax. And that was part of Jessica's point that sales tax is the fairest tax out there because you get taxed when you spend money. Uh, you know, let's roll back some of these fees that we pay for a hunting license or a fishing license or or let's roll away. I mean, let's not, you know, when you're on public land, let's not make you pay $5 to go hunting there during the day. With all There's the other- money they collect, why is DNR always broke? Yeah, I know. Exactly. 
Uh, so, yeah, I think there's other. I get his point. I mean, the point's 100 percent legit. Let's try to get more people out outdoors. Yeah, in the yeah I, I, I support the legislation. 100 percent. Great. But yeah, it's uh, dangerous uh, tying the Second Amendment to hunting at the end of the I, day. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And you know what? If, if if Jason was sitting here with us, he would probably agree too. be like, yeah, that's you, you, that, that, that'd be a good point. Jason, Jason's a reasonable guy. I mean, you know, 100 percent. And, and look, this is not going to I don't think this has got a chance in a hell of passing. But uh, because they it, don't roll back taxes. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, it, they, they don't roll back taxes. I, I, I have no problem with this, uh, with the nuts and bolts of this. I agree with Jessica. I agree with you. We probably shouldn't tie, tie it into the Second Amendment. It should be about the outdoors and getting more people involved in, in the outdoors. Because yep. if, if we don't use that public land, if we don't get people yeah, out don't there, we're going to lose second it. Second Amendment. Yeah, just I mean, there's no need to mention a Second Amendment on this. I agree, and and, and I don't, and and I think Jason would agree. You know, in, in retrospect on it. Yep. But this is a good time to remind you that these are our opinions and not those of anyone not on the show or any respective company for which we may work, own, or otherwise associate ourselves with on a regular or ir- irregular basis. Also, you can find. Other episodes and relevant stories over at the GeorgiaVirtue.com. You have the mule, Hoss. Yeah, the mule this week is Maxim Magazine. I'm sure you've heard of Maxim. It's a, it's a magazine targeted to men. Uh, but they yeah, came I, out. I like Maxim. scantily clad women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, and that's what, it's, that's what it has in it. Uh, they named, so they come out with a list every year, the hottest or 100 hottest women in the world. Uh, guess who's number 92 this year? A dude. A dude. So former Australian football player and coach Danielle, formerly Dean, uh, lately was ranked 92 among the list of maximum Australia's 100 hot uh, people. It, it celebrates uh, noteworthy Australian women every year. So a dude has made it into the 92 of the, or into the top 100 hottest women in the world. Which just proves that we're, we're better than women at everything. <laughs> Good Now, Lord. look, this is, not, this is not a dude that has dressed up like a woman and actually could pass for a female. This is a 50-year-old rugby player, but, you know, former football coach, uh, football player and coach. This guy looks rough. I mean, I, I have no clue how they like all like trannies should be mad at this because there's a lot better looking trans men or trans women than this dude. Yeah, there was a there was a Marine a few years ago that that transitioned. Yeah, and, I remember and, that. And that dude pulled it off. I mean, he he lost like a, a 150 pounds because uh, you know, when he was in the Marines, he was uh, he may have been a SEAL, yep. giant arms and, and all this stuff. And and let me tell you something, that dude was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> when he got done, he was pretty. But I have a, I have a policy. I, I like my women like I like my ice cream <laughs> without a penis. <laughs> I didn't know ice cream had some of those. <laughs> just good, just good lord, man. Just yeah, I know. Well, I, seriously, I mean, they couldn't. And look, women should be again. Women should be mad at this kind of stuff, and maybe they are, and they just don't voice their opinion. I saw this from Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines is the one that put this out on her Twitter account. I saw it first there, and then I saw it by some of my other Twitter, like Clown World. Uh, some of those sites also had it. Yeah, Riley, Riley Gaines has has, has been uh, out front with very with, vocal with, with the with the trans stuff. Yep. Again, yes. I didn't know in high school it was an option to join the girls' swim team and hang out in the locker room. I, I didn't know either. that. I, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> You know, I, I'm 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 honestly kind of pissed at my guidance counselor for not telling me this. <laughs> yes, it's right, so, an option nowadays. So this is this is to me the worst story of the week. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Johan Vandersloot finally confessed. Yeah, this is two it, two decades later, right? Yeah, he was charged with a financial crime, and what he tried to do was extort extort Natalie Holloway's mother, and that's what he was convicted of. Uh, he's already convicted in Peru of killing a woman. Yep. And Peru basically lent him to us to try. Uh, in which case, you know, once the trial's done, we ship him back, and he'll spend the rest, you know, his time there, and then 
And then uh, he owes us another 20 years. <clears throat> but the details so, that he went into were just, were, were appalling. This guy's 36 years old now. Uh, yeah, so he was, what, 18 at the time this happened, or 16, 17, 18 at the time this happened down in Aruba. I mean, it shocked the world when this happened. I remember it like, like it was yesterday. Yeah, what was it? Was it 05? Yeah, but he said, he said him and Natalie left the casino, and I guess they started kissing on a beach, and he tried uh, to, to go further, that. right? Yeah. To move past that. She wouldn't let him do that. And then he takes a cinder block, it sounded like, and he just bashes her head in with the cinder block and then throws her out in the ocean. I, I, to 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 say that in front of Natalie's mother, isn't that amazing? I mean, he could have just said, "Yes, I killed her," but he no, went. He into, gave all the details. He went yeah. into gory details in front of this poor this this poor woman who 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 lost her child on a senior trip. She was actually. I saw her being interviewed afterwards. She was. I mean, I guess it because it happened twenty years ago. But she was very composed and. I think she was finally, I mean, she knew what happened to Natalie. She didn't know what, how it happened, but she seems like this is, you know, she knows now and can, I'm sure she's put it behind her, but she seemed very composed. And uh, I was, I was shocked. I really was that she could talk about it the way she did. Yeah. And, and, and I would assume the two decades uh, uh, between it help. Um, yeah. And she, and she's been after him. And, and we talked about on the show when, when, uh, uh, when he was indicted and and Peru agreed to to lend him to us, yep. Uh, you know we 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 talked about that, but I, God bless that woman. I I I I I can't imagine the pain. I can't either. I mean, because because she, you know, you know, an eighteen year old who just graduated high school didn't pay for it herself. No. And. <clears throat> And you know, I've been to Aruba a couple times. I never felt unsafe, but I also wasn't an eighteen-year-old girl. No, it's like one of the safest countries out there. Uh, everybody I know that goes to Aruba loves it. It's always very safe. And uh, yeah, this is crazy. So he's serving. He's serving for. So he kills somebody in Peru. He's serving for that. If he gets out in Peru, I guess he'll come back to the U.S. and serve twenty years here. He's thirty-six. So he he potentially gets out of jail at some point in his life, maybe. But I doubt it. I noticed he did say he found Jesus. So he, 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 he kind of phrased it of he has become, he knows God he now. So he felt like he could tell the truth. And yeah, well, he found Jesus. I'd like to like to help him meet Jesus. <laughs> I hope he's not going to meet Jesus at some point. Uh, I'm not sure how people, uh, I'm not sure how we get. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough one, right? I really think that 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 once he gets to the U.S., there'll be a little prison justice for him. I we'll I, see. I, I I wish he'd go to Smith State. That'd take care of it right there. And I don't know if you saw this. It's not on outline, but AJC. I know Jessica in the Georgia Virtue has been. She talks about Smith State Prison a lot, and and she has some great information on what goes on down there. But the AJC just did a huge story on uh, Georgia prisons. And all the drug rings that are going on in the prisons and how they're recruiting. They did a big story on this young girl that started working at Smith State and how she got recruited into basically the drug gang. And, you know, they said she was a real, you know, real smart, a real sweet girl. She goes into the prison working with these inmates and they basically recruit her to start running drugs for her. And she ends up dying. She, she got uh, she was murdered at a certain point. But the AJC just did a huge story on how bad the prison system is in Georgia. So basically, they, they took all Jessica's work and put it, AJC it, on top of it. It literally looked like they did. Uh, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's out on the AJC.com. But I guess it's good that Jessica's highlighting this and now the AJC picks up on it. And at some point, the governor is going to, have to do something about the prison system here. Yeah, he is. All right, let's let's get into this another insurrection of the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, we had another July six this week, right? Uh, January six, yeah. January six, yeah. There's uh, three hundred people were arrested by Capitol Police this week, uh, protesting inside the Capitol building. So, 
hey, these people went into the Capitol building and started protesting and the Capitol Police told them to leave. They didn't. And uh, they were arrested. It's going to be interesting to see if they're treated the same way some of the people that just walked through the Capitol on January 6th were. Yeah, the 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 one of the, one of the one of the reasons I want to see Trump uh, reelected is I think he would pardon every one of them because it was not an insurrection. No, it wasn't. Uh, not at all. <clears throat> but they were they were these were pro Palestinians, right? Yeah, these were pro Palestinians. Uh, actually, this was a left wing Jewish group. Uh, who was, I mean, that's supposedly was organized by a left-wing Jewish group. But they, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was on Facebook Live during this. She was filming all the protesters coming in. To, they were coming into the Cannon Office Building, which is where a lot of the offices are. And then they assembled in the rotunda of the Capitol. Uh, so, I mean, it was you know, a lot of shouting, a lot of angry people walking around. It was... Uh, yeah. How how self loathing do you have to be to be Jewish and pro Palestinian? No, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, know how left well left wing Jewish group doesn't even go together to me. I, I don't know how you. I don't know I, how you're a left wing Jewish group at the end of the day. Yeah, I just how self loathing do you have to be to to support the people that want to kill you and I rub know. you off the face of the earth? Yep, I don't get it. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, if 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 there was a a group to to uh, that that was dedicated to killing fat white guys, I probably wouldn't join that group. <laughs> yeah, this is not. At, you know, there were a bunch of students protesting out in uh, University of Berkeley, the Berkeley campus out in California. I know that's surprising. Yeah, I'm they- shocked. Yeah, they were protesting against Israelis and Jewish people this week. You're seeing a lot more protests in the U.S. And I also don't, those Harvard students that signed, we talked about last week on the show, but those Harvard students that signed those letters against Israel last week, now they're coming out saying they're being doxxed and there's being websites built with their names out there to show business owners, you know, who. So who they turn themselves letter. into the victim. Yeah, they're totally playing the victim card on this now. There's more than a thousand Israelis dead, and they're the victims. Yep, they're the victims. Yep. Just good Lord, man. I know. Everybody wants to be the victim. The, the mm-hmm. politicians want to be the victim, going, oh, I'm being threatened. You know, and, and now these students who are at Harvard, I'm a victim. Yeah, shut I'm up. a victim at Harvard. Yeah, shut up. You've got an opportunity yep. that... that Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of of the population does not get to go to Harvard. I know. Shut, Shut up. up. I know. I'm I'm so kind. Well, Kenny, <laughs> do you have any closing thoughts? I mentioned earlier, but remember to vote in these November elections. They're very important. Who is uh, who's your local mayor or city council members? And if you do go vote, make sure you vote no on any splos that's on the ballot. The government does not need. Any more money? A friggin' men. We have a we have an East philosopher for renewal out here, and apparently I'm the a hole because everybody else in the party is is calling me an a hole, saying, "Oh no, they need that money. If, if they don't get that money, they're just going to raise our property taxes." I said, "That's extortion." <laughs> it is. They're holding I hear a, that all the time. They're going to hold a from gun to my head and say, "We're going to get it from you one way or another." Yes. That's extortion. It's time to start holding the school boards and county boards and and city councils accountable. Yep. They're they're they they steal from us constantly. You know my, know my you know my house is about paid off, but it's not. Even even no. once once we once we pay it off, it the the county's still gonna gonna tax me just to live here. Yep. And I get I get nothing from. Well, actually, I get fifty dollars a month because the poor board I'm on, but <laughs> but I, I get nothing from the county. I have no right. kids in school. Uh, I I I guess I, I guess I, I drive on the roads, and, and that's about it. I get nothing back for for my investment, and all they do is they want more. Yep. The the school board 
is like having a brother addicted to cocaine. No matter, no matter how much money you give him, he's still broke. That's terrible. So, on that happy note, uh, my closing thought is, if, if you like what you heard, uh, please like and share us on the social medias. Uh, if you didn't like what you heard, inflict us on your friends and, 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 fill, and fill their ears full of our nonsense. Ken, I want to I want to thank you as 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 normal, and uh, uh, and Eric, thank you very much for for taking uh, this awful audio, especially as bad as bad as my voice still sounds, and turning it into something that is that that people can listen to. Having said that, we will talk to you next week.